Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. Happy first of the month. On the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. Now, in order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it can either change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, whether it does or not, of course, is entirely up to you. If you consume it as a piece of entertainment, well, you're missing the point. But if you internalize what the book has to offer, you have a chance at real lasting impact. Our book this month is not a new book. It's a book that was originally published back in 1984 and is the first in a series of books by the same author. Our book this month is called The Goal by Ellie Goldratt. The book is written as a narrative surrounding a manufacturing plant manager named Alex. He moves to a small town to take over the management of the plant. The plant is struggling. Deliveries are late. The plant is losing money. Customers are unhappy. Senior management has shut the whole thing down in less than three months if things don't improve. Along the way, our hero encounters a scientist named Jonah, who leads our protagonist through the thinking process to discover the principles that lead him to solving the problems that are plaguing the organization. In the story, Jonah clearly sees through all the talk of efficiency and correctly identifies that the business is in trouble. The problem is that the business is being measured against the wrong goals. By focusing on efficiency and lowest cost per component, inventories were building in virtually all areas. Work and process inventory was growing, finished goods inventory was growing, but still shipments of some products were continually late. The theory of constraints is at the core of these principles, and the theory of constraints centers around practical methods for identifying solutions to business problems by deciding, number one, what needs to change, number two, what to change it to, and number three, how to cause the change. The key focus of the theory of constraints is identifying constraints or bottlenecks in any process and working out how to eliminate or reduce their impact. In the book, the author identifies a constraint as anything that prevents the system from achieving its goal. Goldratt proposes that in every real system, there must be at least one, or if not more, constraint preventing it from achieving the highest levels of performance. If this was not the case, there would be no limits on growth, and growth would be exponential. These constraints limit performance, and unless they are addressed, performance will not and cannot improve. Typical examples include machine capacity, sales saturation, limited demand, raw material shortages. In every case, unless the constraint is addressed, output is limited by that constraint. To overcome this, Goldrap proposed five theory of constraint steps, known as five focusing steps. And these are, number one, identify the limiting constraint. Number two, exploit the constraint with existing resources. Number three, subordinate and align all associated activities in the entire organization to that critical constraint. Number four, elevate the constraint by investing in additional resources and equipment. And number five, repeat the process to identify the next constraint. And the beauty of the theory of constraints is that it simplifies complex situations with unique and easy to understand answers. It helps manage and focus on what's important by identifying individual constraints that inhibit the organization from achieving its goals. The process also allows organizations to identify root cause for poor performance. And by doing that, it opens the way to exploit the constraint, ensure that associated processes are aligned to minimize interference, to elevate the constraint, to bring the entire focus of the organization on that one constraint. In simple terms, theory of constraints identifies the primary bottleneck. Now in the book, and in the subsequent teachings by the author, he teaches how to identify which handful of potentially hundreds of variables can have significant impact on the outcome of the project or your business. It's simply not possible for that many variables to have a critical impact. 
The simplest way to test if a variable can have significant impact or not is by setting that variable to zero. If nothing changes immediately, then that variable cannot possibly be critical. In practice, only a small number of variables actually have true leverage. You probably encounter business situations that call for all hands on deck. Everyone pulls together regardless of their role and manages to pull a miracle out of the organization and meet a short-term goal. But there were numerous inefficiencies, and while people feel great about the accomplishment, they can't wait for things to go back to normal. It turns out that while you don't want to be operating in an all-hands-on-deck method all the time, with all the chaos that might be implied, there is an important principle at play here. If you're facing a real constraint, working on anything other than the constraint is a complete waste of time, money, and resources. You want to orient the organization to feed the constraint to the breaking point. Will your business go to infinity? No, of course not. The business will grow until the next constraint appears, and you start the process all over again. The book I'm recommending today is the first in a series of books that apply theory of constraints to specific business problems. This first one's a manufacturing plant, but the method can be applied to project management, to sales, to retail management. The theory of constraints is a universal way of thinking that can be applied to virtually any business problem. As you think about that, go out and get a copy of The Goal by Ellie Goldratt. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.